Hey everybody, it's your local psychologist here, Psych Chrissy. Welcome to the Well AF podcast where all of your health and wellness is delivered in a no BS manner. Before you wreck yourself, yeah. Hey everybody, it's Psych Chrissy here, and welcome to episode six of the Well AF podcast. And look, it's my final instalment of the Check Yourself Before You Wreck Yourself content, uh, which was all about different ways that we think that kind of get us in trouble from time to time. So I hope you've loved the series. Um, I will be getting stuck into some new content areas that are just as exciting and in true Sight Chrissy style will be all no BS. Um, and that will be in celebration of our program that's being launched um, as part of my wellness centre. Um, that I do with a uh, colleague of mine, a personal trainer and food coach, Mel. Um, we are launching the Happiness Project. So we're really pumped about it. And what I thought I would do um, is over the next few podcasts, talk about the topic of happiness. You know, why it eludes some people, um, what people need to be doing more of uh, in trying to increase their happiness and their overall well-being. Um, so stay tuned for that, guys. That will be the next couple of episodes of the Well AF podcast. But let's crack into today's podcast topic, which is all about personalization. So you're thinking, oh, so Chrissy, what the heck's that word? That's a little bit too technical for my liking. And I totally get that. <laughs> personalization is the the old habit of just taking things personal. You know, when you receive some feedback or someone's making a comment or something's happening in your environment and you directly attribute that um, or you take responsibility for that experience or there's some sort of suggestion that uh, in that interaction, there's an allegation going on that you're more responsible for for that than what you may be in reality. So personalization happens to people that tend to assume excessive amounts of responsibility for things that are generally outside of their control. So it might be, you know, in a in a uh, a work environment there's a meeting going on susan's sitting over there and and you know the 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 boss is going look people keep leaving dishes in the sink and susan's sitting there going oh my gosh i think he's actually talking about me one because she may be leaving dishes in the sink um two I suppose she doesn't really know who the boss is directing that feedback to because he is addressing it in a really general way. But the cognitive process that's going on is Susan is actually assuming um, that responsibility and that suggestion that she might have been doing something wrong, even if she hadn't been. You know, she probably goes and mentally checks through, you know, every time she's been into the staff kitchen and whether she has actually washed her dishes or or it doesn't really matter in reality, but what's going on for Susan from a cognitive perspective is that she's already assuming responsibility for that allegation, even though, you know, it was a general uh, comment made by the boss. So there's lots of different ways that we can personalize things. You know, we may read through the lines on a certain conversation and feel like someone might be suggesting things about us 
more often than not, um, for someone that does this quite frequently, it can be a very destabilizing experience. It can be pretty uncomfortable to feel like the world's blaming you for everything. But it does happen for some people, you know, and if you're a bit of a personalizer, um, there's probably some key features or some things that you need to be aware of about yourself that makes you prone to personalizing things. So, one of the things that we know or one of the habits that we know about personalizers is they do tend to be overthinkers. Um, they do tend to have a habit of really sitting there and getting stuck on a whole stream of thinking that leads the, them to the conclusion that, you know, they have, uh, they are to blame for something that they may not be. And in the process of overthinking, they're making all of these really unhelpful assumptions. They might be making some really unhelpful predictions about what other people are thinking or assuming about them. So unfortunately, the process of overthinking can be quite destructive because they just go to places in their mind that, you know, they may not have got to if they had just considered it, dealt with it and moved on. You know, so overthinking, unfortunately, can be a tricky situation where they almost overthink the issue too much that they come to the conclusion that, you know, they're to blame for something. Um, the other feature of somebody that tends to personalise a lot is that they may actually be um, have low self-esteem. You know, so they're... they're uh, their perception of themselves is not one of high regard or they've got low confidence. So automatically they assume that, you know, comments or suggestions being made by someone is an indication that they may be not contributing in the ways that they would like to or that something may be their fault or because they don't feel good about themselves day to day. Um, and then a strong link to that is feelings of defectiveness. So you know, if you've got low self-esteem, it's very likely that you feel like you're you're defective in some way or, you know, you don't perform in the, generally you don't perform in the way that you would like. So then, yeah, you automatically assume that things are your fault when people are having conversations or when situations are happening. You tend to sort of point the finger at yourself and take it really personal. And that, you know, we know that that's not a healthy action to take. Um, and I'm going to tell you about some strategies of how to overcome that or even just challenge that tendency to uh, assume too much responsibility for things that are going on in your environment um, or as a result of something that somebody is saying. So first of all, I want you to question yourself. That questioning your self-talk is so important to you being able to stand back from your thinking and go, hmm, is this really reality or am I bullshitting myself here? <laughs> You've got to question your thoughts, guys. There's absolutely no way around it. Thoughts are not facts. I've probably said that a million times, but they're just not. We've got to build that capacity to stand back from themselves, from ourselves and go, is this real or is it not? So one of the questions that you can help to try and depersonalize um, issues or situations is that you question whether you really are to blame for the situation. You know, you start to go through the evidence that you've got for and against. How much have I played a role in this? You know, have I really contributed to this situation? One of the other questions that is really helpful is, um, are there alternative explanations for this scenario? So what are the other possibilities here? You know, could there have been some other, you know, dish violators in the office that potentially have come into the lunchroom and left those dishes in the sink? How likely is that? 
pretty bloody likely, Susan, if you ask me. <laughs> There's probably a million and one candidates or um, people that could be blamed for that, uh, uh, that action. So, you know, trying to balance your thinking out by finding alternative um, explanations or options or, you know, it, it just helps really balance out that blame or self-blame directed thinking that can be really unhelpful. The other thing, the other strategy, and I love this strategy, it's my favorite thing to teach my clients. It's not always the most, hmm, how can we put it? Um, what's that word? It's like um, conservative. <laughs> I'm sure there's some clinical term out there somewhere, but you know, it's like Chrissy doesn't like using conservative terms in her psychological practice. So I, I phrase this up as knowing what's your shit and what's someone else's shit. So my favorite thing to teach my clients is to appraise, hang on a minute, is my is this situation a product of somebody else's shit? Do I need to take that on and then it becomes my shit? Or do I practice the process of actually pushing that shit back to that person? <laughs> so sometimes it's just the recognition that sometimes people think and behave in certain ways that are symptomatic of their own issues or their own hang-ups or their own vices or problems or own unhelpful thinking styles. Um, and they put that out into the universe and that a lot of the time that can be picked up and definitely picked up by somebody that has a tendency to personalize. So to depersonalize that, you've got to really appraise, you know, is this someone just not dealing with their own shit um, rather than being the product or the symptom of, or, of anything that I've done? You know, are they purging themselves in really unhelpful ways because they're not dealing with their own issues or their own problems that they're having? So, you know, in private practice, I'm often questioning, you know, Susan, do you reckon that's someone else's shit that you're really taking on? And can we practice pushing that back a little bit so that you have a little bit more sort of clarity around the fact that you're not to blame for everything? And in fact, sometimes the way that people think and behave is symptomatic of their own problems or their own things that have not been resolved. So I love that strategy. It's one of my favorite. And, um, you know, you'll often see clients coming into my practice, you know, practicing the push away. So like Chrissy, I just push that shit away because that's not mine, Felicia. <laughs> it's my favorite thing to observe my clients doing is that ability to kind of separate themselves from other people's stress and turmoil and not be a sponge to that and take it on. So there we go, guys. Personalization, some really handy strategies there. Um, stop taking things personal. There's probably 3,000 explanations as to why someone's having a particular reaction and it doesn't always have to include uh, you, all right? So it's really important to practice some of those strategies that I mentioned and maybe get a grip on that and, and question it. You know, do I really have to take on this person's perspective or is that am I really to blame for this? So there we go, guys. There's episode six of the Well AF podcast. I hope you love the crap out of it because I love delivering this content to you guys and I hope it's really helpful. So there we go, guys. I'll see you next time for some happiness conversations. I'll catch you all soon.